Welcome back. Nerd is a new cool. Another bourbon tasting. Spoiler alert. So we're going to do the same concept that we did last time, Guess the Ringer. But before we get into that, let's introduce our guests. With us again, John Cagle. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. And Brian Bauer. Welcome back. Thank you very much. So thrilled. Yes. So what are we doing again? And my name my name's Justin. Whatever. Everybody knows you, man. I don't need to introduce you. You're the you're typically the host. And now for some reason I'm the host and I'm still uncomfortable with doing this. You know, this. for vanity purposes, I need to have my name said. I know. Yes. Yes. Okay. I know that. So guess the ringer. So what are we doing? So we did this last time. A little bit different. Uh last time was more high proof stuff. This is well, this is not high proof stuff. This is all you know, kind of between that 90, 110 range, whatever. And that's all I'm going to say this time. It is in order. You will taste it one through six. I will not say why, but it's in order. In order by proof? No. Oh. It's, you need to taste it in order is what I'm saying. Like okay. It is, right. it is ordered where you taste one, two, three, four, five, and six in order. That's all I'm saying. Right. So the, the, the order that I put it in is what you need to do. And again, for people that don't, didn't listen to the last one, understand the concept. So this is the guess the ringer. So it's kind of the opposite of the compare to the rare where, you know, at Dogwood, they did a compare to the rare where it was five that you can find. And then one that's, you know, the, the rare bourbon that's hard to find. This is the opposite of that. This is five that are considered, you know, not impossible to find, but difficult to find. And one that you can find everywhere. Okay. And we're just, we're tasting it. We're figuring out what we like the most, and if you can guess which one the ringer is, bonus points. And by points, I mean no points at all. This is <laughs> like whose line it is, whose line is it anyways? Attaboys. All the points are made up, and they don't matter. And if you can pick what the ringer is, even more fake bonus points. Excellent. So can we just, for the people who may have listened to all the episodes of our tastings, let's talk about like the, the main elements of how to do a tasting. Absolutely. And, and actually, we're going to defer to our, our expert here, Brian. What's what's the best thing? What are the things to think about when you're talking? And, and we oh, have well, a sheet and, here that talks about it, too. And he's the one that kind of changed our nomenclature when it comes to these things, really. Yeah, it's, uh, um, for me, it's... You know, it's a combination of a lot of different things. Certainly the color. We all eat with our eyes first. We drink with our eyes first. And so we want to take a look at that. Now, color can be an indication of a lot of different things, although I don't necessarily believe that color is a, a true indicator of quality, although it can lead you in that direction. Um, certainly dark color in a bourbon, you tend to think okay, maybe it was in a hotter part of the warehouse. Maybe it is uh, been aged longer, but it could also mean it's been charred more. It could also mean it was aged in a heavily charred small barrel in a hot place and things like that. There are a lot of different variables. Mm -hmm. So uh, just looking at something can't be an indicator of color. I would cite um, some uh, single malt scotches that have had zero caramel coloring added that are non-chill filtered, that are some of the most amazing whiskeys I've ever had, uh, that look super pale because of the climate in which they were aged. So, Absolutely. Um, but color is a, is a really good uh, place to start for evaluating the quality. Uh, then as far as that, I go on to the aroma or the nose. I look at aroma intensity. How strong does it pop out of the glass? I'm not looking for necessarily the alcohol smell. Um, you're definitely going to get that, but that's not going to be the indicator of alcohol. That's going to come on the palate. 
uh, and in the finish uh, as well. Um, but I'm also uh, uh, looking for what type of aromas, a complexity of aromas. Am I getting aromas from the distillation process? Am I getting aromas from the uh, maturation process? And I'm, am I getting aromas from time having been spent in the bottle? Or what other factors? Releasing those aromas seems to work best for me personally by adding a little bit of water, um, sometimes a lot of water, depending on what it is. And uh, uh, totally up to you whether you want to do that or not. It's however you feel that you can best taste it. Uh, and then, um, so after nosing the spirit, then I go onto the palate and I look for certain things. Um, I look for the alcohol. I get the alcohol is not only kind of a burning inside the mouth, but also, a uh, what many refer to as the Kentucky hug, the, uh, that kind of warm sensation as it's going down your esophagus. I also look for, um, does it smell like it tastes? That's just one of those really quick kind of cheating things that we do in blind tastings all the time uh, for wine is that, yep, it smells like a taste. We don't have to rewrite the exact same thing. Is there anything that's different? Um, are we getting, again, those flavors from the distillation process, flavors from the uh maturation process and flavors from the bottle itself and then uh, today by any other factors by adding ice or water to it or how are those going to release that uh, the way it feels in the mouth the mouth feel of it is really important to me I think that is a good indicator of quality more so than than a lot of other things that people tend to think of being proof would be one of them I don't think being high, anybody can make a high proof spirit Everclear does it all the time it doesn't mean I want to drink it um, but uh, that kind of rich. You don't sip on Everclear just for fun. Uh, just, well, just, some of us have to do what we have to do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, we call it getting well in group. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so it's it's that that oily kind of creamy mouthfeel that I really like, and uh, um, and then just a uniqueness. And is it is it what it's supposed to be? That's a it's a little bit ambiguous, right? Is it does it have the characteristics? associated with whatever it is that I'm supposed to be tasting. Now, I don't know. I'm tasting. Say, that's hard to do with a blind tasting. It is unless we're given parameters like these are all bourbons or these are all, I, I assume these are all whiskeys. These I are all bourbons. They're all, all bourbons. Okay. So, and, and that would be an indicator, you know, it, it would not be strange to me to blind taste bourbons with rise um, just to see if we could tell the difference, right? Um, that That is not a, a crazy concept, but... Um, but having those parameters helps, and now I can taste these and, and think to myself, does this taste like a bourbon? Good news is there's a wide world of bourbon out there, and, and you can have a lot of different things. We were discussing earlier about banana peel um, on the aromas and on the palate, and that can be associated with bourbon, but it's certainly, in my mind, associated with Tennessee whiskey as well. So, um, but And then I look for the finish, and uh, how long does the finish last? How long do I taste the pleasant? aromas and flavors in my mouth and uh before they dissipate and disappear and if i get a lot of high checks if i get a lot of aroma intensity a lot of flavor intensity and pronouncement a lot of complexity in the different types of flavors and the different types of aromas uh and a nice long finish i'm going to give that check 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 and i'm going to say this is an outstanding whiskey and uh um, i guess i kind of do all of that within the matter of 15 to 20 seconds 
which is very impressive. Well, me, let's me too. Yeah. Let's do that. Everything he said. Yeah, <laughs> everything he said. Well, and then and then the last well, category, and it was one thing that you oh, mentioned. Yeah. The last expressiveness. Expressiveness, which is ambiguous, which is very but, ambiguous. Yeah, and that's kind of does it taste like it should taste? Right? Is it expressive of a bourbon? Yeah. Um, and I find that difficult, but it could just be that I'm not grasping it yet, and maybe one of these days I will. Or I might hook up with those guys again and go, I still don't get this shit. I still, I still don't get it. This <laughs> shit still doesn't make sense. It's, it's British. It's, this is a crapshoot. It's, it's over the head. It's over yeah. the head. I don't get it. Yeah. So I think, Lambert, you're running the show, but what, should we go through each one and, and uh, talk about them as we're doing it? Absolutely, yeah. So taste the first one, and then, you know, I mean, we can we can talk about, like, we, we've got Hildebrand. You found some sheets in front of you that give you some, some good information you know, and it, and it really helps to break it down as far as like what are you tasting? Are you tasting? So I'm just going to describe it a little bit for the people that you know. Obviously, you can't see it. So if you're tasting fruit, it breaks it down a little bit to there you go. Apple, apricot, banana, cherry, citrus, dark fruits, everything like that. So you can kind of we stole this from BreakingBourbon.com, and mm. it breaks down the color, the exactly. contrast. Also, the description of the taste and palate. Which is what I'm talking about. And then overall, just ratings. Overall notes. But it just, it helps you understand, like, I'm tasting spice. Because spice is really easy to pick up. But then it's, okay, well, what kind of spice? Is it allspice, cinnamon, pepper? None of these are rye, so you're probably not going to pick up a lot of rye. But it just helps you hone in a little bit more specifically on what flavor you're trying, what flavor you're picking up in your palate. And again, to analogize with wine tasting, um, it's um, there are cheaters that I have for tasting a white wine. All white wines taste like apples. Now, pick a variety and add an adjective, and that's going to help you describe this wine. It's kind of like the vanilla or caramel right. from a bourbon perspective. Like They all yeah. taste like that. They all taste like vanilla and caramel, yeah. but... But are we talking salted caramel? Are we talking uh, a really dark caramel? Are we talking caramel coloring? Is it uh, is it an artificial type of caramel? Are we talking Brocks or are we talking Werther's? Um, which are two distinctly different flavors mm-hmm. uh, within caramel because butter gets thrown into one of those quite a bit, uh, whereas uh, Brocks is pretty much margarine. So, uh, But if we're talking about fruit, let's say on a red wine, uh, all red wines smell like cherries. Now pick a variety and add an adjective. Is it a black cherry? A maraschino cherry? Smoked bean cherries. We forgot our <laughs> now adjective. Now you're getting fancy. Yeah. I would say Montessori cherries. But, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's a, that's <laughs> a pie They're from the cherry. region of Montessori. Yeah. You're so fancy. You're so sophisticated. It's a, it's a pie cherry. <laughs> I think I, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, too. But we have one in my backyard, and for Father's Day, I had a cherry crisp that my kids made from uh, from that, and it was pretty awesome. That's better so. than the ashtray that I got, yeah. Yeah. As <laughs> a the, non-smoker. For the non-smoker. non-smoker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those look nice, though. So, number one, let's All talk right. about it. So, I'll start kind of talking about just the color a little bit. I'm just kind of looking at this little this little fancy little color, mm-hmm. color wheel. Color wheel. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm ranking this as a uh, ranking is not the right word, but I think the color I'm getting out of it is kind of like a uh, medium gold. Um, it's on the lighter side of the of the handful of ones. It's like right there. Yep, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Well, again, not a bad thing, but I, it just seems like a little bit lighter. Um, 
What again, with with the lower proofs, you're going to get that. So the last time we did some higher proofs, and you're going to get a lot of darks. Some of them, some of them were barrel proofs. So you're going to get a lot of dark, dark bourbons with that. But with these, they're going to be a little bit lighter because they're proofed to. Mo all of them are proofed to a specific proof. I would say with the taste of this one, it was pretty mellow, and the finish was not super long. Um, it's not. This is not a very hot, spicy bourbon. I think this is one of the what none I of these, I haven't tasted any of that. None ones, of these are up your alley. Okay, it doesn't have a lot of spice to it. It's it's pretty it's pretty chill, pretty well, mellow. Just, it's got just, a decent finish, but it's not super long. Well, and that brings up you know, and that brings up a good point as far as you know, kind of some of the stuff that you know, palates are evolving. Your palate's evolving. All all of ours are evolving. Like when we first got into this game, it was one thing, and now you've started to gravitate towards like, and I think it's evolving in the sense that. You're starting to figure out what you like. We're all yep. we're, we're and we're still constantly trying to you know find new bourbons, figure out what we like. And you've started to you you found your niche. And <clears throat> this, this is hard though. I, I have to like I, would, I have to almost like taste all six of them until I can actually like tell you what's which one's better, which one's whatever. And you're like. and you're gonna have to because none of <laughs> because for especially for this specific tasting, none of these are really these in are not, your this niche. Is not what I do because you're 1792 foolproof. You're 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 Elijah Craig barrel proof. You're, if it's if it's one thirty and higher, you want it. That's none of sound this. Like a real snob, making me sound like a real snob. Go ahead, Brian. Just, For me, the saying. the idea is to uh, evaluate each one on its own merits and then go back before I do the comparison, which is against human nature, right? It becomes you wanna, you exponentially wanna... more difficult as you move on through a tasting because you've started somewhere and you want and to compare one to the other and then exactly and then that and then that uh, and like that, this that. better than the first one but not as well as the second one or whatever yep. right i'm not saying that's my judgment here but because uh, i haven't tasted any of them but i do think there's benefit to smelling all of them first before actually tasting all of them first to, just to give yourself an idea what you're in for and and uh i was at a, a penfolds master class in in at the cia in napa valley and uh, who was it? Was it uh, Karen McNeil, who wrote the Wine Bible, and uh, Matt Lane, who's a master of wine, uh, and another master sommelier were on the panel, and they were doing conducting a blind tasting, and they just wanted you to go in order and taste them. And on the last flight, one was Penfolds Grange, which they put first, which is a big monster of wine, and the other was this Rhone wine. Made from the same grape, but a totally different style, way more austere, way more uh, earthy and totally different. And and there were 100 people in the room, and when they said, who likes number one best, 99 hands went up. And who likes number two best? And as my friend was saying, please don't. Please don't do it. I raised my hand, and I explained why I thought they were trying to rig the tasting, and, and it wasn't <laughs> fair to put this wine after this wine. And that if you tasted this wine first, you would definitely recognize it as an amazing wine. It's not a clear-cut type of thing if you taste them in the right order. Mm -hmm. And so um, it turned into a big argument, and I'll tell you guys that story another time. But, uh, <laughs> but I'd just like to say that I won because um, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. But. I think, that is all uh, I, th I think that uh, uh, I agree with you that it's not a super long finish, but I, I, I think there's some, some spice and complexity. Certainly the alcohol, it doesn't come across as mellow to me. Now, again, uh, part of this could be the day that we're drinking it on. Um, there's this whole 
concept or theory in biodynamics about when wine is going to taste good, and it, it kind of applies to spirits as well. Is it's when will the barometric pressure be right, and and when are the stars aligned? Is Mercury in retrograde? I don't know, but <laughs> and it's uh, well, and let's it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. It's the end of a long week. It's the end of a long week. So yeah, yeah. This stuff's gonna. Well, it tastes good to me, but I'm not drinking what you're drinking. Right. But I think it, I think I certainly think it tastes good. Yeah, I agree. Kegel, I have a lot to offer to this conversation. It's delicious. I think it's got a good. You talked a lot about mouthfeel. I think it's got a nice mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit creamy, kind of got that feel to it. It's it's a little hot for me. Not it's certainly not a pie proof bourbon, but I can taste the alcohol. And that you know, I'm obviously the least experienced in the room here, but that's okay. Um, that's that's why honestly, in that case, your opinion might be more valuable than not to say. Not to no, take no, anything no. away from the not expert that's right there, and you know someone that's you know not a novice, a high proof junkie, and is a high proof junkie. Well, and is he's he's got a pretty good palate as he's you know demonstrated you know at the bar right there, just being able to pull some specific flavors out of, and he'll be able to pull some stuff out of all of these. I have no doubt. He's he's got a good nose and he's got a good palate. But it's like I'm not here. I'm just. I appreciate I'm it. Talking about he, he's you right ma- now. he's he's making up for not saying my name earlier. I yeah, appreciate. Missed the introduction. That's the <laughs> Justin. Uh, but but getting someone that's not as familiar, I think it's I think it's important. I think that's super it's important. Good perspective yeah. only because uh, all you know is what you like. If the problem that I think a lot of people get into when they start tasting and start tasting seriously is they forget what they actually like. They forget to enjoy it. They're into the process so much that they forget to just sit back and go, damn, that's, that's really fucking good whiskey. Yeah. You also get people get hung up by the, well, and, the and, brand and, and, like and that's the, the rarity and things. Like, and that's the is, point right? of this. It's like you yeah. get hung up if it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. This is Blanton's. It's gotta right. be good. Right. That's, that's not. I mean, and Blanton's it's a single, is a barrel. single barrel. So, like, yeah, one of some of them can be fantastic, yeah. and the others are just going to be. Eh, it's all okay. Like, yeah, it's all right. It's. I mean, it's not bad, but there are varying degrees of good when it comes to anything like that. So, I think people get hung up on brand names way yeah. too much. It's which easy is to get hung up in like contextualizing and the nomenclature people use, and how. Or if you go in a lot of wine tastings, like oh, like black currant and like i've never eaten a currant in my life i don't know what that is or a current or a current or a current (laughs) yes i've been in river currents i've never had a current eaten but you know you you Mm -hmm. you kind of build this vocabulary yeah and you know as a taster like that it makes perfect sense to you and to everyone that does it but to you know a lay person it may or may not but But to lambert to your point earlier it's about breaking it down so like if you mention black currants, right, those those fall underneath the category of bramble berries, as do blackberries and blueberries and any berry that grows in a bramble. And so uh, if you can break it down and go, oh, this is kind of brambly, and then you go, okay, yep, black currant, and then, okay, black currant, and then to here. And when I do instructions on tasting wine, and it's difficult, I, I need to come up with a way to do it for whiskeys as well, but... I'll have you taste dried cherries and then taste a wine with the dried cherry in your mouth still so that you can taste cherry in the context of wine and you'll be able to pick it out easier. Have you taste black currants and then take a sip of wine that has black currants. It's very pronounced whenever you do something like um, apricots and uh, Riesling are very uh, gooseberry and totally. Sauvignon Blanc. Yep. I've 
never I had never had a gooseberry in my life for a long time and got into an argument with one of my instructors one time. I've never even heard of a gooseberry before. It's a gooseberry. <laughs> I have uh, had a gooseberry. Have yeah, you? Yes. they're they're available I've, I've for about two weeks at Whole Foods okay. if you go at right. the right time in <laughs> in uh, late summer. And uh, uh, you know, I was having an argument with her. Listen, I'm not going to teach people that this tastes like a gooseberry when I've never eaten a gooseberry. That feels dishonest to me, and I can't really do it. And she's like, "Well, it does. You'll just have to take my word for it." And I'm like, "Okay." Well, well, I don't. But then I tasted a gooseberry, and I'm like, well, I'll be damned. It really does taste <laughs> well, like This so is a gooseberry. Now you know. And now I know. And so now, now I want to freeze gooseberries in the, in the freezer. And then if you, know, you forget to chill your wine, you just throw them in as ice cubes. Gooseberry pie. tastings like that with smells before. And yeah. Kind of like a, the tasting box. And, yeah. But not with, not with eating. Yeah, it's like going to the Magic House where they have those yeah. smells and everything. Mm-hmm. And it just helps they, kind of train they have those. And it would be fun to do one of those uh, uh, in – if it were centered around whiskey or bourbon or something like that, you know, the, the char, the oak, the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the mace, can you tell the difference between nutmeg and mace? They're going to be very similar, but they're distinctly different at the same time. Um, and, uh, uh, so I think that would be a fun experiment. Note that for the record, please. Noted. Noted. (laughs) Number two. Yeah. I was just going to say number two. Let's move on. Um, I'll, I'll start again. You've already, you've already starting. tried it. Yeah, I've already tried it, and I'll, I'll just start with the color. So, I, this is a little bit darker than the last one. In my, I'm just, I'm like leaning up against a white piece of paper, and right, then yeah. up against the the color. You're comparing it to the color wheel. I'm actually going just straight dark gold on this one. I guess it's just gold, but it's the dark so darker the, side of the gold. end version. Yeah, I little, this is yeah. a little slightly darker than the previous one. For this one, for me on the nose, um, I was getting some some citrus in there. Um, I like it maybe even like more specific to like an orange peel or something like that. Um, I, I, I don't know what my deal is, but I'm like getting bananas with everything I'm freaking drinking. I, nowadays. Was, um, I was getting ethanol, 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 yeah. and maybe a, a little, uh, I, before I added the water, the alcohol in the ethanol was certainly coming out a little bit more. And I was thinking almost maybe even number three fractions or, uh, the, as you get move higher in the temperature scale, like maybe the cut was done a little late or something. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, and you bring up a good point with the water. Like, just a little, just a little cap full of water can change the flavor profile. If you're interested, Brian, I know that's part of your process. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll taste it neat, add a little water, see if you can, yeah, see if you can t- tell any differences, any of the um, what's the word? Flaws. Flaws. Yeah. It does pick, expose pick out, flaws. It yeah. exposes the flaws. Yeah, I do think on the finish, this one, this one was a little delayed for me. Like it, it didn't hit me right off the bat. But if you sit there for long enough, it has a little bit of warmth. It kind of comes back around. I'm glad you said alcohol because I was kind of feeling like a rookie. Like I really, all I could smell right, is listen, the, it's the alcohol. alcohol sometimes that's all you can. Right sometimes there. you get a blast of ethanol, ethanol with ethanol. a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hildebrand. Are we going to three? We can. We can. Well, there, there's. Uh, Brian's already knows in three, and Cale okay. just added water to two, so he's he's savoring that. Yeah, I'll start with three. Um, three. This is this one. They're getting continuously darker. So for this one, I had amber light. Um, I feel like it was the next. 
I got gotcha. Step up in the darkness. Yep. Um, so I, I would I would suggest to you that that the color intensity being light, medium, and dark is different and not associated in any way with the color of straw, gold, amber, copper, mahogany here. So uh, gold is the color all the way through, even though it's a light intensity of gold, a medium intensity of gold, and a deep intensity of gold. Amber will be the color all the way through. So when I was looking at these, and color is always, color is the biggest arguments I ever get into when I'm teaching class. It's subjective. Yeah. Very subjective. The idea is to make something that's subjective as objective as we possibly can. Um, But but, because I was looking at these and thinking they're amber, but more light, medium, and dark amber. So deep gold is not, or dark gold is not the same as a light amber. There are two different colors there because there's more red in the amber. Mm-hmm. And if we can look at that and see. And that, I kind of got that out of this one. This yeah. one has more red in it. I'm yeah, sure, absolutely. That's why I think the first two were like much more of the gold it's got some, level mm-hmm. for me. It's got some I lines like the next to it too. Two were a little bit more yeah, red. my old eyes too are, are, you know, because color is so subjective, this was always the, the thing uh, that we would get in arguments about. But, you know, like I, I would have the lights really bright yeah uh, the lighting changes the piece of paper with the printer printer ink mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, whatever absolutely right. all, exactly. of it. all of it according to this though i think this is of the of the amber palette but it's a little bit lighter it's, the, it's got the reddishness to it but it's not like this is, isn't like a it is of the amber variety that's what i think all right that's my that's where i'm going with that one all right um i didn't K- quite get to the to the to the nose and Kegel, the ta- let what somebody you, else say nose and taste what do you what do you are, are you getting anything specific on the taste? Because I know you already had some. You added some water. Yeah. Anything. I, it's something like in the kind of raisin prune sort of feel. Like I don't really know All right. that that's typical, but that's the first thing that popped to mind, and I don't know. It's like, what it could be completely wrong. It's what you're picking up. There is no wrong answer to this. That's the beauty yeah, of so it. Sometimes there is. Yeah, I don't know. I agree to disagree. <laughs> nope, you're wrong. You're wrong. There's no wrong well, answer. So, so wrong. Honestly, well, I'm out of here. So if anybody can tell you you're wrong, it's him. And I'm not going to say you're wrong. That's why I'm looking at him, not you. <laughs> I was definitely getting a very fruity quality to this. I wasn't necessarily picking up dried fruits, but when you mention dried fruits like that, yeah, I can definitely get it. Uh, certainly, there's a reminiscent of raisins and even currants. If you, you know, like there if you, you make hot cross buns Never or something had a like currant that. before. Yeah, a currant. <laughs> Don't even know how to say it correctly. But uh, yeah, I think that it's very fruity. It smells kind of like some raisins, some cherries, some maybe like dried cherry instead yeah. of yeah, like even dried apple. There's, I think there's kind of a lot going on in this one, and I think it actually uh, on the palate even uh, follows through. Right, sometimes yeah. it can just smell say, great, hold up. Yeah, it smell great, great, taste good. Great. Yep. Yeah, this one for me also has more of the oily like feel in the mouth. It's a mouthfeel. Yeah, right. like a full mouth warmth. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just, I, well, and I commented when you when you first kind of swirled that around, like you could, I could see the lines in the glass. It's got legs. It's got legs. Well, which would indicate our alcohol content and viscosity of the, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be that oily mouth feel. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I like it. Decent alcohol. I mean, it's still for if we're in the nineties here, it would be my guess um, somewhere ninety three, ninety four. I'm going higher. I'm going. High, I'm going higher. Very Bob. specific guess, though. I like it. <laughs> Somewhere around ninety-three. One dollar. Is, is this price right rules? Yeah. 
I'll take the over, Bob. Closest yeah. without going over. <laughs> I'm going one dollar. <laughs> All right, on to number four. Number four. So uh, this is, in in my opinion, still in the amber family. It's got a little bit of red red hint to it. I think this is amber. This one's a little bit darker for me than the um, previous one, amber medium. Okay. That's All right. Where I'm going. I support now, that. Now for 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 scent or for nose, I'm getting a lot of floral. Like this for me, it's it's. So what are you getting? So we got some botanical. I, n- not grassy because I know what it is. It's more. It's more like like a like a herbal like a flower like botanical. Like, yeah, botanical. Sure. Yeah. I don't know what kind of flower. What kind of flower? A daisy. An orchid. An Could orchid. You add an adjective, please. <laughs> a blue daisy. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think those exist. They do, and they're beautiful yeah. this time of year. Sure, they are. That's where we get the color for blue bomb pops. Yes, I love all, the blue. All bomb the all natural all, bomb pops. All blue awesome. raspberry things. Awesome. Gotta love the bomb pops. Hey, this is the perfect time of year for bomb pops. It's July. Yeah, sadly the uh, red, white, and blue. I mean, beforehand's bomb pop is uh, seltzer is out of stock for a while, but. Was Damn, it, if that's not a good one. Was really it good? good. Yes. I've, I've never had it. It was fantastic. Oh, awesome. I support local, but I will tell you that I had Love the me some Bud Light. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called the Blue Raspberry. Then the yep. Retro Pack, which is Bomb Pop flavor. Yep. Fucking crazy good. No I shit. Mean, I'm oh, I think no. I, had, I had the cherry. You well, had the, you had the, uh, the limeade. The, oh, cherry, I had, cherry I had limeade. the cherry limeade. That also, was fantastic. Also delicious. So what is it we're talking about here? Bud Light, we're, seltzers. Don't worry we're about seltzers. Are we going to do a seltzer tasting next? We're turning the left turn there. I mean, we can, but... All right. Back, Anyways, so back to number four. Back to number so four. It's a little bit. I think it's a little bit darker, a little more amber. I think it's got some floral nose to it. Yep. As far as taste, what do you think? There's like what are we some maple syrup going on here. This is this is uh, more of an earthy, piney, uh, bit resiny. I'm glad Not you a said, bad way. I'm right? glad you said it's pine. All, like I'm definitely getting yeah. like some yeah. some of that a little no, bit for sure. None of this is bad. It's just descriptive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is more oaky. Kegel, what do you think? Woody, I say woody and maples. I definitely get that after you said it, especially. So some, some sweetness right off the bat, and then it kind of turns into sweetness. some woody. Mm-hmm. All right, I got you. I can say this. Adding uh, some water. My personal preference, this is not it. This, Which doesn't mean this is the ringer or a bad whiskey. It's just not my personal preference and style of whiskeys. Well, that's uh, the, and that's the beauty part of all of this, is that yeah. everybody's got their own... But this is that earthy. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's almost, got one. Yep. And it's they almost like stink. a complete departure from what we've had so far. It seems like this one yes. is just like it really stepped away from the first three. Yeah. In a big way. Oh, Lambert got quiet. On to number five. Or, because I was taking you know, I appreciate drink. you keeping us on time here. I'm well, you know, I want to make sure we keep keep moving along. We're, um, we're going. This is, for me, the darkest of the, of the bunch. And so you've I, already looked at six. This is straight up. I have, but this is straight up. This is straight up amber dark for me. This is. I would even say I'm, I'm keeping it in the amber family, but it could be a little more copper copperishy as well. It's not the right oh. word. That's not the word. But Kegel, what do you think? I, I think I look at copper as a penny, and it doesn't feel like it's that yeah, same I mean, it's color not profile. Copper, but it, but it, it is it is the darkest. It's definitely, amber. Yeah, it's definitely it's amber. Still yeah, in the amber red, profile. Red creeping in there. Yeah, with the, the amber, amber family. Yeah. yeah. There you go. What about the nose? It's a little, it's a little subdued, but what's there is delicious. It's, uh, um, but it's not as pronounced as it's, the it's, other four. It's more fruit, though. For me, it's more fruit forward. It's like a dark cherry. 
Yeah, or black cherry. I was just gonna like ask. The I'm, I'm, add, I'm adding the extra words there. Yeah. For We're you. saying fruit. What do yeah, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black cherry. Banana. No banana this time. No banana. No banana this All time. Right. No All right, that's good news. Like the Luxardo cherries that you just hope Ooh, that the bar yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Luxardo is there too. Yeah, I've got some of those in the bar. Yeah, there's no reason not to. It's definitely that more subtle than good vermouth, and that's all you need. Uh, and it, honestly, even like the palate is is very similar. It's still very fruity uh, for me. It's got it's got a good like fruity taste to it, but then it's also like got a really good heat. Like the finish, it's this is the best finish of the. Bush. I was I was just gonna ask about the fit. Like this is the best because because we, we haven't talked about the finish a lot for any of these. This well, is, maybe for number one, we 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 talked about the finish. I was just gonna ask, like, what do you think about the finish, just in general? This is the hottest for me, war- most warmth out of the entire finish. Okay. Most alcohol so far. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, you can go I haven't with, tasted six yet, but yeah, with the dark. I mean, with how dark it is and. You swirled around the glass, but then just with the heat, it sticks around. It's still sticking around. Sneak it ahead. Six to me smells like maple bacon. There you go. Okay, I well, like that. Oh, speaking of, that's my next project. Is I'm going to cure more bacon and then smoke it with the staves from the Maker's Mark barrels. That oh. sounds like a fantastic plan. Yeah. Sounds like I need some of that. Sign well, me up. I'm going to make 11 pounds of it. So All right. Well, yeah, well sign me up. You got a few to go around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It goes pretty quick once I once I do it, but I'll definitely so for, bring a nerd bite or two. Are you smoking a whole pork belly? Is that what you do? Yeah, no, I was just going to say. Yeah. Or, or two. Slice it. Yeah. I'll put it on my slicer, slice it thin. Love it. Throw it on the flat top griddle, griddle it up, pour some pancake batter right in that bacon grease. So, Kegel, you said maple bacon on the nose. That's, That's for number six. It's for six. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, for on six. number five, there's... There's definitely a, a mapley note here. There's a a smoky note that I'm getting at the back of the of my nose, really, down near my olfactory epithelium. Okay, so on to six. Um, color wise, oh, okay. sorry. Oh, we're still on five. Sorry, I'm still on five. You, no, Brian. Brian's okay. still on five, and then I was. Gonna, I, Brian, I was gonna, you like five? I was going to ask Kegel uh, on six. I like the mouthfeel on five. I like the finish on five. Um, I think it represents uh, a higher quality whiskey. I still think three is my favorite as far as personal preference. I have goes. three with the star over here. Yeah, I agree. But um, but yeah, I think there's there's a lot to like there, and not a lot to not like. If we can throw more double double gotta, negatives gotta, in there, right. <laughs> well, let's throw some triple negatives. No. Okay. All right. Number six. So for six, I got color wise for me. It's it's a it's this is the what do we got medium to light amber. Still, this in, is the still amber in the amber. Panel. I mean, there, we've had I don't a think lot. Yeah, I don't think any these of these last four have been amber. The first two for gold were gold for me. Are gonna yeah, and none of them are gonna get into the copper family no, just yeah. because the of the ones, nature so. of that. Balcones I brought could work absolutely its way in there. could. Yeah, yeah, that was dark. One hundred percent. As far as the nose, I agree with you, Kegel. I think it's it does have some maple mist to me, like a little bit of sugar, um, maybe brown sugar, which is pretty much maple syrup, um, molasses, and yeah, molasses yeah. is good. Yeah, Kegel, you've tried it. What do you think? I, it's fantastic. Well, nose match it's deliciously fantastic. Flavor. There you go. Hey, that's all right. Any, anything call anything specific? I was gonna say I'm, I'm having a hard time picking up like whether it's. Yeah. I can't decide if it's sweet or. Spicy or spicy? Well, it's definitely spicy. 
I'm actually probably getting some like some some cinnamon in there and maybe a little bit of I want to say allspice, but I'm not even sure what that is. So this is the first one for me where I can feel like the alcohol like in the back of my nose. So like, it's a little berry yeah. that they dry out. And yeah. It's called allspice, but it's a. Uh, and is it spicy? It is in it a is. different way. It's just similar, just like a star anise. Yeah, like a, I mean like a Chinese five spice. Sure, it's, it's one of those great pickling spices, you know. So I mean, you, all spices included in just like if you were to grab crab boil, there's going to be allspice in there. If you're grabbing just a pickle brine, um, so. I, Maybe it's not all spice, but it's definitely more like the cinnamon pepper side of it for me. Mm-hmm. Nutmeg, maybe a little bit of nutmeg on the finish because it's still kind of sweet. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like there's that. almost like a red hot, like kind of yeah. thing going on here. That sweet cinnamon mm-hmm. that's going to be hot and burn at the same time. This is this this is the hottest, but also like not overbearing hot, mm-hmm. especially for what's considered a lower proof mm-hmm. out of the bunch. Okay, so we we've sampled all of them. What we've, do we do next? What well, so which one do you like the most? Kale's Kale's. I'm three. showing a yeah hand sign for three here. Three, I, three. Okay, Kale number three. three. Are we gonna rank, let's we rank them all? You can rank I'll go them with the one that I like the least first. Do that which first. one do you yeah. like the least? Number two. Number two, Kale. Which one do you like the least? I. I wasn't try- trying to remember which one the least, but maybe six. Of your recollection, which one do you like the least? Six. Six. I, th- I thought number two, the, the ethanol and, and the, the methanol. There, there was, it wasn't just pure ethanol that I was smelling. It was, there was another fraction there that, that another, it was, it's another alcohol that's, a little bit dirtier. Okay. Right. So ethyl alcohol vaporizes at a certain temperature and then methanol vaporizes at a little hotter temperature. It's a little less volatile. Um, and uh, uh, it uh, smelled kind of like it had a hand sanitizer quality. Interesting. To me. Like the alcohol hand sanitizer or the ones they're making now that smells like tequila? No, the the alcohol <laughs> hand sanitizer. Right, the kind go. that they were coming out with right when COVID started. Exactly. Where it was because like, all yeah. the ones, for whatever reason, they all smell like tequila to me now. Yeah, maybe that's why. why we can't get Patron. Oh, well, except for your barrel pick, which except is Except for our barrel pick, which is fantastic. quite good. Fantastic. And yeah. I have another bottle right there. <laughs> Hildebrand. Least. I think my least favorite is number one. Number one, All um, right. there was just something about it was just it was a little bit more bland for me. All right. Um and, I, and my and it's it was is like one A one B I should say six A six B between one and two one and as two as far as my two least favorite I think they were just the two most bland of the bunch. Very interesting. Um, I kind of like the the elegance of one. There were, to me it seemed yeah. you know I understand what you're saying when you say bland. Certainly there's it's not aggressive at all. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, if we were talking about single malt scotch, I would use the term. This is more feminine versus a more masculine scotch, right? Um, and and I yeah. kind of like that that part of it to me. But I'm I'm not over the moon over it. I'm just I, I kind of didn't dislike it. Uh, right. uh, Honestly, yeah. I didn't dislike any of these. Right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <I hope> so. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> all 
but but so, I, w- I would say though that that was probably the one for me like i just like i said i, I just it just didn't grab me both both one and two what, so what about I favorites? Had number one ranked second for me like i feel like that's well, okay well, let's do let's do top two then i was just gonna say next you go favorites first, Kegel. favorites Kegel. top two yeah. top two three three and, and one one all right close second for two hildebrand my favorite is number five Okay. And my second favorite is number four. All right. Brian? Three and five. Three. Three, number one, yep. five, number two? Yep. All right. Which one do you think is the ringer? Meaning the common whiskey? Yeah. The one that you can find anywhere. I would go with two. Two? Hildebrand? I'm going to go with Four. Kegel, uh, remember I am the uneducated person in the room, which might make you the most educated person in the room. I would say six. Six. Interesting. Very interesting. So, quick PSA for bourbon. We've probably we've said this a million times. We probably have, but especially with everything opening up. Um. Again, five of these are the. You know, hard to find ones everywhere to find. Find a bar, go out, try them yourself. Like, go out there and figure out what you like. I think <clears throat> for the last, you know, year or so, we we weren't able to do that. But now that you can, like, go out and try stuff. Figure out what you like and what you don't like. And then if, you know, if it's the it bourbon, but you've tried it and you don't like it, then you know not to buy it. And Trust your palate. Trust your palate and don't buy it. Stick to what you know. Stick to what you like. Don't succumb to peer pressure. And just, right. you know, find what you like and go do it. And it's cheaper to go out to a bar or Dogwood Social House. Yeah, shameless shameless, shameless plug. plug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Sh- shameless out. plug. They've, they do, got, they've they got a great selection. Go out there, buy a pour, see if you like it. And if you like it, great. You might be able to go next door and grab a bottle and... If you don't spend 10 bucks on a pour and see exactly. if you like it, then dropping 70 bucks on a bottle and realizing I fucking hate this thing. I but hate sure this. There's a cool and, shelf collecting dust. Yeah. And it turns into a shelf turd. It turns into what you serve company. It, well, that's true. The mixers do. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Here's what I think we should do next because what, do we, what I, should we do? I don't know if guessing, do you have, do you have already, you have a plan for next? I mean, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm I was going to say, I think what you should do is tell us what the bottles are. Yeah. Not in order. Just put them on the table, and then we try and guess which ones are which. Ooh. We can do that. We can absolutely do that. There's I a like twist. I'll give, start, us, give us the reveal. I'll start I, putting bottles on the bottle. I'll start putting bottles. I got the bottles right here. Let's I see it. dead people. I see dead people. No. It's, a good, it's a good twist for the taste. All right. Here's one bottle. Uh, I see what you did there. Ready? Yep. E.H. Taylor. The Colonel. S- small batch. E.H. Taylor, small batch. Bottled in bond. Okay. Bottled in bond. Are, are you guessing? Or no, are I'm saying put them all up here, and then we'll, and then we'll decide. Right. Or should we do one at a time? I mean, we can do yeah, one. Yeah, let's at do. Time. No, this let's is going to be all. very embarrassing. Do them all, then we then we figure it out. All right. Next one. The rare eagle rare. But normally, a big fan. Of that. I have this at home. I like it a lot. Yes, you do. I think I like it a lot. We'll and, find out. And you think you like I it a lot? That's the last one. The next one. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know you do. WSR, the Weller Special Reserve. I'm gonna have to start like mm-hmm. figuring out. Mm-hmm. Never had These that. are these are all on that. You have you actually you have allocated had list, yeah. <laughs> Prior to today, the <laughs> next one, McKenna, yeah. the Henry McKenna, the ten year. 
the next I, one. I haven't had that that often. That's bottled and bond too. The next one. Ooh. Dweller Antique, the 107. I hope the last one is Wild Turkey 101. It is not Wild Turkey. Damn you it. would have been able to <laughs> spot that a mile away. Come on. The last one, the ringer. The early times, early times bottled and bond. That's a deceptive ringer, though. That is. And I'll tell you why, because that's a ringer yeah, if you're in like Southern Illinois, but it's not a ringer if you're in Missouri. It's hard to find that bottle. Yeah, but you can find You can go we to any liquor store in Illinois and we find it. We don't have that in Georgia just sitting on the shelf. Well, that's your problem. That's this, not this my is, problem. This is a sneaky ringer. That's, we no, are that very. Is, that is not very a sneaky lucky. ringer because I was, was kind of hoping for like four roses so, off the shelf. So, real Single quick, barrel? MSRP, no, no. MSRP, twenty five no, bucks. I've got all that stuff. We can talk about that later. Let's do it right now. We can do cost analysis. No, just do MSRP real quick. Thirty dollars for a liter. Eagle uh, rare. Eagle, Thirty. Thirty-five. These 30, are national averages 30, of MSRP. 40, 50. Okay. Well, MSRP is going to be different than national average at this point. Yeah, uh, it's MSRP. Yeah, that's true. Those right. are all Sorry. MSRP. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. So. MS, yeah, national average is higher than that. <laughs> Wait. National, well, especially for this one and this one and, well, it's for every one of these them. five. Every one of them. All of them except for all early of them times, yeah. Except for that one. National even average that, is though, higher. Even that's higher. Yeah. Why? Because you can't, can't get it here. Fi- you can't but find you can it. drive across the river. You don't know. You, you can drive across Whoa. the river and find this. You if you live here, okay. Well, in Atlanta, Georgia, none of these are available. Your problem for living in Georgia. That, you man. know what? I've heard that twice now. Yeah. Kegel, I got Some an things. unopened bottle of that. If you like it enough, you can take it back with you. Well, tell me which number it is, and I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's let's no. <laughs> let's try and guess if we know which ones are which. So number one, what do we think is number one? I think it's Weller Special Reserve. You go next. Kegel's <laughs> not going to know. I've never had Weller Special Reserve. I think it's Reserve. Eagle. I think it's Eagle Rare. Well, could be. Do you want the could Do be. you want the reveal? I think. Uh, I, I think McKenna right is number five. You want to do it per per one? We can. Okay, fine. Tell well, us. Okay, then, then that narrows it down. It does. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. So okay. I think I think McKenna's number five. I'm hoping the Weller 107 is number three. How about we do this? Let's go down. Or the we should have planned this beforehand, but let's go down each one, and mm-hmm. we each name what number we think it is. Yeah. Okay. And then at the end, you tell us which number it actually is. Perfect. Okay. Early times. I think early times is number. I think it's my favorite. I think it's number five. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Because <laughs> I okay. fucking love early times. It'll probably be number one, but I'm I'm guessing five. Kegel. Kegel. We'll rotate order. Just five. Throw out a number. Right. Yeah. Two. All right. Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. You go first, Kegel. One. Brian? Uh, four. I'm going one as well. E.H. Taylor, small e. batch. Taylor. I go first on this one. I think this is six. I agree. Agree. He fucking has. <laughs> Weller. Of, of course. Weller for Kegel. WSR. <laughs> uh, four. I'll, I'll guess Wait. number two. Where was I? I, I think I think it's got to be five. No, not five. Actually, I'm saying is five. I'm, say, I'm saying two. Hang on, I'm saying two. I can't do this on the fly. It's too much math. I've forgotten which ones One. I've already said. One. Just, well, or special reserve. Just yeah, make I already it said up. It McKenna, Kegel, you go first. Three. Five. I think it's three also, and then the Oa. antique. The Oa. I don't remember which number I haven't mm-hmm. said yet, so I'm gonna say six. Two. Three. I think I already said six, didn't I? 
I'm, I'm not. I'm not keeping track. I'm not Here's the problem with down. bourbon tasting. We don't know. All right. Well, we've so been, tell us. We've been early drinking. times is what? Early times. Bottle and bond is number four. Nope. Eagle rare. Eagle rare is number two. Yeah. Wow. Got that one right. I don't think so. Actually, I guess number one. E. H. Taylor. Number three. I think. I think we both. We we all got that one right, right? I feel pretty yes. good. I didn't get it right, but I'm really happy. No, I think we was... all did. I think we all said three on that one. That's our favorite, though. No, I said uh, uh, Weller Antique was three. Oh. I had E.H. Taylor as six. Weller. Uh, you so... had E.H. Taylor as six. WSR. We all said E.H. Taylor WSR, six. Brian got this one yeah. right. That's number one. McKenna? Number five. Got that right, too. And? And the O is number six. Number six. Well, I feel, I feel pretty good about... McKenna being my favorite. Uh, that doesn't should... sound wrong. That doesn't sound wrong. I, I have many bottles of McKenna. That does not sound wrong at all. Number no. two was. I'm sorry. Number four. That was early times. My was, my second favorite was number was, four, and I do love the early times. Yeah, you do. That was the early times. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just gonna. All right. What else? All right, number three for me was three. That's E.H. Taylor. I haven't had that a lot. I wish I'd have more of that. Oh, like was that four for me. Yep. Five was. Um, Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. What'd you call it? Was... Ola? Ola? The, it, cool. it was called Old Weller Antique before they changed it to... Oh, okay. So the, so the the bottle used to say Old Weller Antique, so gotcha. people just call it Oa. I got to tell you, for the last the last thing we last one of these we did, I felt really bad about myself because I didn't pick out the 1792. You did not. And I, I ranked it like fourth out of all the of them. The 1792 fourth. Your favorite the in fucking, the world. I want to jump out the window. This one, it. I feel really good about how I ranked it and what was going on. Kegel, what are your, kind what are your of thoughts? along the lines like yeah. Eagle Rare is a bottle I have at home. I drink a lot. I really like it. I had it in my top three. It was like I feel that's, good about that's, that. That's good. Yeah. That's and good. What was your what was your number one? Uh, the E.H. Taylor. Okay. There you go. Which I haven't had before and I'll go pick up a bottle. You, you, you get right, some. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> in Georgia. Yeah. Have fun. Uh, Brian, what about you? I, I actually feel pretty good about it too. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm uh, surprised and not surprised about Eagle Rare. Um, what was your number one? My number one was the Weller. Which one? The uh, other? I'm one? sorry. My my number one was the uh, uh, Taylor. Okay, this one. All right, gotcha. And uh, my number uh, two was the McKenna. So okay, yeah. I feel pretty good about that. But early times, yeah, really, that is a difficult ringer. It's a sleeper. It's a sneaky yeah. ringer. It's, you, it's sneaky, a... you sneaky son of a bitch. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> as soon as I had this lineup figured, I knew exactly what the ringer was going to be you because, because we love we love the early times. Yeah. So let's do some, some cost analysis. So, well, we already kind of talked about it, but WSR was $30, so it's $1.20 per ounce. Eagle Rare, same, $1.20 per ounce. EHD at MSRP, $1.40 per ounce. Early times, eighty-eight cents per ounce because that's a liter bottle. Mm-hmm. McKenna, a dollar sixty. The Oa, two dollars. Not bad. Get that early times if you can. Get that. <laughs> drive to <laughs> Illinois and get that early times. Yeah, Do we yeah, take into the uh, the price of gas into? account with the I, I i do not I it don't, works out I, buy more than one bottle there, there are no while you're there, there are no there are no actuary sciences going into this calculation Look, so lucky for me i'm driving through illinois by way back to georgia 
and I will pick up a few of these for myself. You can you, you can go to I've got two thumbs and one card. Any liquor store in <laughs> Illinois and they are there. Right. Any of them. I will not say a name because That's fine. I'm not partial. <laughs> All right. All right well, Thank you. Thank you. Nerd yeah. Outreach, thank you. Thank you for having me. I was going to say thanks to our guests, John and Brian. Yeah, Absolutely. The best. Thank you, guys. Always fun. I got to thank Lambert for uh, putting together this amazing uh, this spread for us. Hey. I call it a spread. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Anytime. thank you very much. That's a lot of... Absolutely. Uh, great stuff. That's, so. Well, I, honestly, that's the reason to have all this stuff, is to share it with friends. Like, it's not... Like, I could, I mean, yeah, I could drink all this stuff by myself, but it would take a really long time. But the point, mm. at least as far as I'm concerned, the point to have all this stuff is to share it with friends, to let other people try. Like, Kegel, you said you never tried E.H. Taylor before. Now you know what it is. So now you know you like it. And so you're probably going to try to go find it somewhere. Yeah, and fail, probably. Well, you never know. Fingers crossed. Where can you check us out? Well... You can send show suggestions to nerds the new cool podcast at gmail.com. You can like and follow us on Facebook on in, or Instagram at nerds the new cool podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at nerds the new CO2. And you can listen to us wherever podcasts are found. And obviously, you can watch us on YouTube. Next episode preview. You're excited about this one. Uh, we're going to do a little Mick. Uh, I'm sorry, I almost said Mick. You almost a said chicken Mick. sandwich off. With some of the best chicken sandwiches out there, you know. This is good. Are we specifically fast food chicken fast sandwiches? Fast food chicken sandwiches. Fast food chicken deep sandwich. fried chicken sandwiches. We're talking Popeyes. We're talking the Chiking. We're talking KFC. We're talking Chick fil A. All of them. Anybody go for McDonald's? Wendy's. 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 We'll the throw them all in there. The spicy chicken, chicken from Wendy's. My mom told me the White Sounds Castle good. chicken sandwich was not too shabby. And this is a woman that knows fried chicken. She knows <laughs> well <laughs> intimately. Look forward to the. <laughs> deep fried fried chicken sandwich episode next time that's going to be interesting it'll be a gross thing to watch but also entertaining well yeah. justin don't feel bad about saying mick because he said show suggestions he did so i i always <laughs> fucking mispronounce that i cannot say i i will say it sober drunk connery i can't do it i cannot say <laughs> those two words Christmas together time in the shitty no matter <laughs> when it doesn't matter i can't do it these bourbon tastings go off the rails fast it doesn't matter. Stone sober, I can't say that shit. It doesn't matter. Anyways. <laughs> well, it's been fun. Cheers. Cheers. Nerd Bites. Nerd Bites. <laughs>